Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sad Boys Podcast, the podcast where you listen to somebody you don't care about, talk about things you don't care about, but you really do care about the person who's talking, so you, in turn, you care about what I'm talking about. And today, for the first time in a while, I have a very special guest. Welcome back, Dan. Woo! What's up? Glad to be back. All right. Bring it down like 10 notches, but, you know, we can't reshoot. So, whew. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about some... Uh, current events and at the end we're gonna we're gonna have a very special segment we're gonna review some memes for you, you guys you won't be able to see them you'll just have to take our word for it and if you don't like that you can just go suck my left nut tell them. yeah that's right so uh first off uh in news that i find very upsetting uh we have neil degrasse tyson he's being investigated for sexual assault claims now this man is a legend. I don't care what anybody says. No matter what he does, he's a legend. Preach. Preach, man. Yeah. If you've never watched Cosmos, I don't know what you're doing with your life, you know. You know. Go get your mind blown. Yeah. Pause the, pause the podcast episode. Get your mind blown. Yeah. Just do whatever you need to and then come back. Yeah, what he said. All, all you gotta say is that, you know, go watch that show and if, and and this is a personal thing, you know, Whew. Got that, got that little clink, got that little clink. I like that, but um, it's famous. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, again, this is a personal preference. It you don't have to do this. All I'm saying is that if you do partake in the smoking of marijuana, which, as most of you who watch this know, I do. Hey, you know, get very high and watch that show and just. Really, just absorb everything—the visuals, the information. But even even just looking at Neil deGrasse Tyson is just yum, <laughs> yum. <laughs> I mean, all right. So, um, uh, he's being investigated right now. Uh, three women have claimed uh, sexual misconduct was he acted inappropriately towards them. So, uh, currently, uh, Fox, which is the news that hosts the, not the news, the channel that hosts Cosmos, uh, they are, their current statement is they're, uh, following wherever the evidence leads. And personally, I hope, you know, you know, something did happen, you know, as he, he does deserve to be, you know, reprimanded for it and whatever way the law steam fit. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, if nothing happened, you can't just use a, a man who's taught so many kids and inspired so many people to go into different fields of science, like engineering, astrophysics, and all that. You can't just reprimand him for something that he didn't do. If there's nothing there, you can't... I say you can't punish him. What, what do you think about it? You know what? Uh, on a personal level, this guy was kind of like the transition from Bill Nye, the science guy, and like kids' science to our science now. Like, you know, and he's like so entertaining. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's got a really upflow beat, you yeah. know, when he when he does his show. I mean, it's it's hard to believe that he would do this. Like, I, I think he would be able to, you would think he would be able to, you know, sustain himself, mm-hmm. but. Uh, in the article, it says uh, he inappropriately touched her in 2009 while admiring a space tattoo on her upper left arm. 
that is just as big of a meme as it gets. Like this, are we like are we already jumping into the meme review? He was checking out a space tattoo. Wait, hold on. He was checking out a space tattoo. So like, tattoo. did he did he touch her on the arm or was it like lower down? Uh, he, I I don't know. It just says that he touched her on the upper arm. And it, so he, he touched made, her on the upper he, arm near the tattoo. Yeah, and he said it was inappropriate sexual advances. I'm like, dude, that's, th- that's stupid. Tell me what- no, that's dumb. Yeah, tell me what those advances are. He, he was are, checking dog. out the tattoo. Normally, when you check out a tattoo, you know, you like, you sometimes you tend to like, you know, you go and you like try and like pull it around if you can't really see it that well. Now, if like he comes out there and he's like, oh, that's a nice t- tattoo, and just sort of like, Oops, my hand went up your skirt. I know that's fucked up. I know, but still, if he did that, I'd be like, send this man, send this man to jail. Fine, him, do whatever you want. I don't care. Lose his job. But you know that right there, that doesn't. That's not an appropriate sexual contact. It's it's just an innocent yeah, like, like. Oh, you got a tattoo. Nice. Is that alright if I see? Now I understand. If she says like, it was just a little uncomfortable. I didn't want. I didn't want him to touch me. I'm like, okay, but you know the way he was. From what we're reading now, the way he was touching her wasn't in a sexual way. That's the way I feel about it. That's that's just one of the accounts. Like, that account just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It, he saw a space tattoo, touched it. Okay. Maybe you should have asked, but, like, come yeah. on, son. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. And But then the other one, uh, it's, like, this woman with a weird name I won't even bother to Ashley pronounce. Ashley Watson, and then there's Titia Emmett. <laughs> Who claimed that Tyson raped her while both attended graduate school? All right, g- give me details, dog. I need details. You can't just say that. You need the proof to back that, back it up, dude. Hold on. on what son. year was this? What year was this? I, I think it was the other one was two thousand nine. I have no clue in this one. It just says it was attended graduate school. I'm assuming is late, early two thousands, late nineties, because my boy Tyson's like he's not a young bull. Um. Is it uh, not? Well, hold on, let me check a... something. Let me, uh, just keep talking. Let me just do some research real quick. Yeah, but it says Tyson said the two dated briefly in graduate school, but denied ever assaulting her. Like, if, if this girl doesn't clap back with some evidence, like, Tyson's, like, already got her on the back foot. Like, he denied ever assaulting her. Like, she has to come up with some valid evidence. She can't just say she just raped somebody. Like, yeah, that's, that's not that's valid not, evidence. You can't. That's not valid. All right. But, uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just trying to. 1980, and then he got his master's degree in 1983. Now, unfortunately, even if it does come to the fact that he indeed is guilty of what happened, the statute of limitations on the the graduate school, the one where uh, uh, he raped uh, Tichia Edmund, uh, the statute of limitations has well been passed. Neil deGrasse Tyson graduated in 1983 while uh, the statute of limitations is 10 10 years. So, unfortunately, nothing can be done there, but for the other things, you know, now, the testimony can still be used to, like, prove that it's a pattern, a, tra- a trend in behavior that can be used to yeah, sort of, yeah. you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, he can't be brought up on rape charges at most. Um, 
sexual misconduct, and that's at most going to be two, maybe three years in prison. I don't. I, and also makes him a sex offender too. Yeah. So you know, no more, no more Neil deGrasse Tyson hosting Cosmos for us. Yeah. Who are we gonna get? Uh, like, uh, like, you know, I, you know, you know what I think. You know what I think would be legendary. Who? If they brought Bill Nye. If Bill Nye. If they br- actually you know what that'd be, a, that'd be a big play. You know yeah, what? I, I agree with yeah. that. See if he makes comes back for one last ride. The surest last ride. <laughs> the surest last ride. Bill, 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 Bill Nye, the science guy. Dude, if I hear that come on at 8 o'clock at night, dude, you better bet I may be glued to my screen. <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Good times. Yeah, but anyway, like, also, just to, just to piggyback on what you said about him being friendly, he has there, – there's an article at the bottom. It says, yep, the earth is still round, Neil deGrasse Tyson says, as he looks like – and he looks like he's in, like, a karate pose. He looks like he's in a karate pose. This man is and a he, walking meme. This this man's a walking meme. I'm walking cringe meme, but a meme nonetheless. You can't describe it's it's all about the content, not how you view it. I don't know what yeah. I was trying to say there, but you get my point. Yeah, I got you. All right, so um, uh, next up, we're we're gonna talk about the Mars Insight rover. Uh, this was a rover that was launched back in, I believe, 2017. It takes about a year to get to Mars, so I'm going to guess that's when it was launched. Uh, Mm -hmm. It recently Mm -hmm. landed on Mars. It touched down on Monday, November 26th. At 2.53 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Correct, and it is joining the Mars uh, family of robots. Uh, You got Curiosity, Opportunity, and Spirit. Uh, So, you know, we we got a nice family up there, so... Um, there are a lot, right before it landed, I heard a lot of, uh, buzz going around that, uh, it was going to be looking for alien life and that, and upon further research, I found that it will not be doing that. Uh, it will be studying to the interior of Mars's, uh, uh, surface to see, you know, uh, what violent happenings before, our observation, like, caused Mars to be where it is now. What caused what caused possible life forms to go extinct on Mars? Because mm-hmm. we know that at one point Mars could have had a uh, sustainable atmosphere. Yeah, so. definitely. So, uh, um, now it says it's a rover, and that's more like a probe. So I'm a little upset about that. Rovers have wheels. Probes yeah, this just one's sort of more. It said just landed. Yeah, it's like, just you know, like it's not really he's investigating just, he's just anything. There, so yeah, no, he, but, like you know, he's just stationary. So, but I think I don't know how it's rumored. from looking at it and using what I know about uh, space travel from my many many hours of Kerbal Space Program, it looks like it has the ability to, uh, you know, use some RCS or very low thrust uh, boosters to. You know, sort of maneuver its way around the planet as needed. Now, as for the equipment, I don't know what they're going to do about that. That equipment's fucked. It's it's staying there no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, and another thing about the uh, uh, Insight, it, it broke a uh, it broke a record for solar power, and for something that small, I don't know what record it broke. All I know is that it was big because you know there's news articles about it. 
So mm-hmm. for for something of that size compared to a lot of the other things that have gone up into space, uh, including but not limited to uh, Europa, uh, yeah, uh, Saturn V, which was the rocket that was flown on Apollo 11. Uh, for something of this size to break that record shows that we have seriously had a uh, big advance in solar technologies. Uh, now, I don't know what kind of solar technologies they had on Apollo Apollo 11, but, you know, it's still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so what are your thoughts on the InSight rover and what it's going to do for us? Well, I feel like it's going to gain some valuable uh, data for us about, like, you know, what we can find on on Mars and, like, you know, how we could possibly, like, you know, sustain life as human beings. Like, you know, if Earth ever encounters a, like, you know, a, a planet-ruining incident, yeah. it, it can it can very well be a, a – if this uh, drone or, or robot or rover brings back sustainable data that then it – then we we could if we could very well move there and like you know the next ten twenty thirty years if we can get the technology mm-hmm. you know that we can find uh we can find life on mars uh well, like I said in my uh i believe it was my third episode space the next frontier uh it may have been my check that out by the third, way yeah go listen to everything if you don't I'll find you and we will have serious problems but um as I said in my third or fourth episode, you know, I don't really see the point in moving to Mars because, you know, mm-hmm. you're just delaying the inevitable. Eventually, you know, like, oh, no, the sun's exploding. If we get away from if we're on Mars, we're not we're not going to die. And no, that's wrong. It's, it's stupid. We're still in the blast radius. Yeah, Jupiter's in the blast radius and Jupiter's a butt, a butt ton of miles away from where we are. And it's farther away. So, you know, the the way I see it, you know, make the best of what we got here. We got we got enough problems on Earth as it is, you know. We got we got wars, we got radiation poisoning, you know, nuclear warfare. Cancer. You know, it's it, it's already as bad as yeah, it is. So, you know. And also some interesting facts about this is that when it when it went to the entry of uh Mars's at somewhat atmosphere, mm-hmm. it its entry was eighty was at with at thirteen thousand miles per hour, and exactly five thousand nine hundred meters per second, and the parachute was somewhat big, but the the from what I'm reading here, the it was a perfect like almost perfect touchdown, like you know going at thirteen thousand miles per hour, which was way over what they projected it to go into entry. Thirteen thousand miles per hour, dude. That's I don't know how it actually made into the uh, made it onto the ground level at such a like you know at a slow enough yeah. pace where it can touch down safely. You know, from again, from what I know, with my many hours of Kerbal Space Program. By the way, if you never played Kerbal Space Program, it's basically a very realistic game where you you build rockets and you sort of just throw them up into space. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, from what I know. Even the slightest miscalculation on anyone's part, whether it be the size of the rocket or the strength of the boosters or speed on landing, can resu- result in uh, catastrophic uh, failure and potentially yeah. loss of life. Well, in this case, it wouldn't be loss of life. It would just be loss of thousands upon millions of dollars, thousands, millions, billions, you know. Yeah. 
a whole project just going to yeah. waste. So, you know, I give uh, kudos to the engineers and all the uh, people who worked on this program. You know, I, I thank you for trying to advance our civilization. So, you know, you know, quick round of applause. Big claps, yeah. big ups. Yeah, you know. Um, so, yeah, any last thoughts on the Insight Rover? Uh, I th- I think it was a great plan. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it, that now it made it down safely. It can give us the valuable data that we need mm-hmm. on Mars. Um, it's just really interesting to think about, you know, mm-hmm. that we can send something to Mars and have it, you know, roam around and collect data. You know, that, that those are my final thoughts. Mm-hmm. I just think it's very interesting to, to think about that we can yeah. send something to Mars with, uh, with, and collect that much data. Yeah. Um, going back to what I said about, like, it being pointless to move completely to Mars. I'm not, I'm not against it. I'm just saying like, you know, I say it may not be a good idea. I I say it's a waste, you know, they want to do it. You know, don't send me to Mars to die. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to die. You know, there's probably going to be a couple setbacks on the, um, space. The whole Mars trip. Yeah. You know, with all the controversy around Elon Musk, uh, being, forced to sell his shares wait no he has he that was in tesla but you know it was tesla was definitely a big source of probably a big source of funding for him so you know yeah i feel like that's gonna set it back a couple years but you know uh let me just check real quick hey good uh all right um I don't think I'm looking at the right thing, so uh, I'll I'll keep looking for it. But uh, let's move to the next topic: uh, the migrant caravan. Uh, this migrant caravan has been moving from uh, from I believe it was Honduras in Central America. They've come all the way from Central America, all the way through to all those countries, all the way through Mexico to Tijuana, where they are currently. I believe it was most recently said that they were having a hung, uh, hunger strike um, uh, to protest them not being let through. So, uh, you mm-hmm. know. so what are your starting thoughts on this migrant caravan that's coming through? Uh, I think, oh man, dude. Like, do you think, I, I don't... do you think they should not to be too polarizing? Like, do you think they should let them through or, uh, or do you think they should or, deny them entry? Well, they, they, you know, the, the United States obviously has their protocol mm-hmm. with migration and all yes. that stuff. So they, I, I don't think they should let them in. And here's why they, if they don't have the proper identification, they don't have the proper, like, you know, forms to fill out the whole immigration service. They don't pass that or have any of that. I just don't think they should be able to gain entry into our country. Like, you know, it makes us unsafe and it makes us, the, it makes us, it makes our immigration service seem like, you know, anyone can just come yeah. in. I feel like they need to meet the standard of how, how they can come in and what, what they need to come in. Like, you know, and if they can't meet that, they shouldn't just. They shouldn't be able to walk in on our turf, mm-hmm. our willy nilly. Yeah. Well, um, 
I did a little bit of research just today, you know, figuring out what's going on currently with this uh, migrant caravan. Uh, there's been a lot of drama down at the Tijuana, uh, Arizona border station. Uh, there's been tear gas. There's been, you know, uh, at one point they, the migrants walked forward with kids in front, using them as almost human shields to, you know, try and like push put, their way. Yeah, in. try and prevent like any resistance from coming through. But you know, even at that point, uh, there was tear gas shot into the crowd, and you know, there's there's been a lot of drama over people saying like, oh, they shouldn't be able to do that to kids. But you know, I say it's. I say it's partially the parents' fault because you know they're they're putting their kids in that situation. You know, if you don't want where they can get tear yeah, gas, you know, we can't just you know just because you you put a kid at the front of your line doesn't mean you know we're going to let you through. And there's you been you can't just use them as a shield like yeah, we will defend ourselves. Yeah. And um, there's been a lot of claims going around that there's also disease running rampant. You know, leprosy because. The mm-hmm. unsanitary conditions at the uh, the migrant caravan shelter in Tijuana. So, and then there's also been some allegations that uh, some Spanish gangs are using this migrant caravan as cover, because there's been several videos surfacing of um, uh, possible migrants throwing up uh, MS-19 gang signs. So, you know, I definitely think that's something to be careful for. Yeah, definitely with the gangs, you got to be careful, yeah. you know. You don't want to throw, like, any lives at, at like, any uh, yeah. Border Patrol lives at stake, mm-hmm. you know, because gangs, they don't, like, you know, they don't play by any rules, you know. They're there, they they have a purpose, and they they want it, you know. And yeah. they, they really have nothing to lose at this point yeah. other than the, their lives, you know, yeah, and, at this point. Well, um, I guess for me... My opinion is, is you know, if if they're able to pass all the qualifications, you know, they're able to go through the process. I think you know, verify who they are. Don't have any background of crime. Yeah, you know? no. Then they should be allowed in. But you know, if like some, but if like you come in and you you don't have any identification, you can't prove anything. I don't think you should be allowed into the country. You know, and people they say, have, like, you know, you could you could be a. Uh, you know, like you could be a, uh, I'm not sure what the word is, but like, you know, you could actually, you could be just a detriment to our country. Like, you know, you could come in and just start, like, you know, you could have gang connections yeah. or gang, you know, stuff like yeah. that. And you can immediately cause some crime. Yeah. You know, that's not what we need here. Like, you know, we already have enough of it. Unfortunately, we already have enough of that. Yeah. So. Um, and there's also a lot of complaints that like nowadays, like, they're not able, like, they're saying that, like, for the for them to get into this country, it's very hard, and you know, I don't know how to phrase it, but, uh, you know, it's the struggle has been the same for all these years. You had all the Irish and the European immigrants coming through on the East Coast through Ellis Island, which, you know, they had to prevent, they had to present identification, they had to stay on Ellis Island until they were actually approved for immigration, which at, at sometimes I believe could take up to three months. And you know, you had to prove that you could read, write, and you know, speak decent English. So you know, 
nowadays. Yeah, to be allowed in. Yeah. And now, like, now I feel like the immigration process has maybe even gotten easier. So. Well, maybe, but uh, the, uh, you have to, you kind of have to evolve your process as time goes on. Yeah. You, know, you need to adapt new ways that people can get in, you know. Yeah. You can't make it uh, almost, you can't make it almost impossible. You have to make it so there has to, so they can actually succeed at the test. Yeah. And you, you can't make it, uh, like, you know, impossible and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. so there has to be a sense of easiness to it, like. Like, you know, for example, you have to have, like, a quiz question. Like, what's what's the name of our national anthem? Obviously, the Star Spangled Banner. Incorrect. <laughs> but, uh, uh, obviously, the it would be the, uh, the Star Spangled Banner. And, you know, you would make him give him harder questions. Like, what's our first and mm-hmm. se- maybe, like, what's our Third Amendment right? You know, which is yeah. you, you can't house soldiers or, uh, during a time of war. They can't make you house soldiers. It's not yeah, that you can't do it, it's just they can't make you do it. Yeah. Now, if you want to do it, but, good on you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, that, like, you know, if they, they have to make it, uh, like, you know, in conclusion, they have to make it, like, you know, somewhat easier that they can actually pass it. Yeah. All right, well, um, any last thoughts on the migrant caravan before we move on? Uh, no, I don't. Then, um, like, you know, there needs to be some control for this. Like, you know, like, in, like you know, if they're causing riots and stuff like that, you know, it just has to be nipped at the bud. Yeah. All right. So, um, uh, next topic, uh, it's probably going to be a short one. Uh, recently, we lost somebody. Uh, we lost the 41st president of the United States, which was George H.W. Bush. Um. Now, I don't know a lot about this guy, but, you know, I know that for his time, he was very inspirational to a generation of kids. So, you know, I do believe he deserves, you know, he deserves respect uh, even after his death. I don't think that, you know, I think that uh, he's he's definitely earned his his spot in many people's hearts. So. I just want to send my condolences to the Bushes. I don't know if they'll listen to this, but, you know, if they do, how you doing? Um, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, what's up, dude? <laughs> but, um, like I said, uh, condolences to the Bushes, you know, and we lost a very, very important figure in the history of our country recently. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, it's definitely unfortunate, but, you know, you gotta think, to me, he lived a great life, 94 years old. Yeah. Like, you know, you can't ask for anything more. Flipped the, did a coin toss at the Super Bowl, and, uh, you know, he's, you know, it, from his times, you know, during the, uh, desert, uh, Desert Storm. Yeah, Desert Storm. You know, he had to conduct all that, and, and in some cases, he had to, he was running for re-election, but against Bill Clinton, which he lost to. He didn't get his second term. But uh, he, like, you know, he, instead of, he was, he had a, like, you know, people like Trump, like, you know, we ha- he has, not not to get all, like, all political, but, you know, Bill, it's, Bush, he, he put his country's 
needs first. Like, you know, he focused on the war instead of focusing for re-election. Even though he didn't want... He hated losing. One thing and one thing about him is that he hated to lose. When, when he lost to Clinton, he, he was devastated. But he put the country's need first and tried to, and ran Saddam Hussein out of Kuwait in the, in the Gulf War. Yeah. Which not a lot of leaders would do. Now, they would try to push for re-election, but this he 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 made it that he knew he, he was putting his people first and then mm. uh, and in some cases the world's needs first mm. by running uh, Saddam Hussein out of Kuwait yeah and I, so, I respect that about him and I feel like you know he's definitely earned his place in history and you know you know he don't, I don't think he'll be gone be forgotten by uh anybody anytime soon you know we've lost a lot of great people this year uh so yeah yeah so, i guess that's really all there is to talk about on on that uh, yeah other yeah other than like, you know he was a, like you know he was a pretty good leader uh after it's it's unfortunate that after um after his term like you know there was a big recession yeah. like you yeah. know the, a lot of a lot of value dropped but yeah, I mean that that's what that's what it sucks because that's what he really gets remembered for is that because after his term the recession hit and that's and he was left with that moniker so yeah it's it's just really sad you know yeah and uh, he passed his great leader yeah um well now now that we got a, a little bit we downed everybody a little bit let's let's bring it back up we have uh we have meme review time um yeah meme review time let's go so uh we have a total of four memes that we're gonna review the first one being um a lad uh i'm gonna get just based on culture i'm gonna guess this is either in america or australia uh we got a lad he uh smacks his he just takes a uh unopened beer can and just like smacks it against his friend's head friend doesn't even <laughs> really react I, like he's just sort of like huh <laughs> and, um, you know, yeah, the guy, the guy goes to drink it and sort of just like claps him in the face. Like I, I sincerely hope he didn't get like any, like, I hope it didn't like damage his like eye or anything. Like, cause you know, that, that, coming was, at you. that was a gale force of beer that just shot <laughs> it at him, was, dude. It really that was, was that he got, he got, he got clapped by that beer. That um, beer can, that beer can, that beer can just ruined two lives with one. Yeah, there was, was a concussion, once... and then somebody's blind now. Yeah, it just got absolutely steamrolled by the currents of beer that I can. But, you know, it's it's all in good fun, so I respect it. <laughs> I respect the grind. Indeed. They make good memes out here. Yeah. Um, so, on a scale of 1 to 10, I, I know it's kind of corny, a 1 to 10 scale. Uh, I'd give it a, a solid... Eight, you know, I got it got a little chuckle out of me. Yeah, you know, there's a little unexpected feature about it. Yeah, you know, it's sort of just it came out of nowhere, just like surprise, bitch. (laughs) Yeah, see, absolute, absolute gone, dude. In the in the force of beer, he's absolutely gone. And for that fact, I'm gonna give that like an eight point five. That that was absolute quality meme. Now, could you remind me of what the second one was? Because I I do not recall. 
Well, it's it it begins with uh, it's a person that taped uh, Fortnite onto a uh, oh yes yeah a 3ds meme, and he places he places it in his 3ds, and it's a me character around with That's a uh, with microwave music, and uh, or with a me doing uh, the Fortnite dance with the uh, me music in the background. Honestly, caught me by surprise. I mean, otherwise, I didn't really know what I would expect, but that yeah. meme, honestly, it, it caught me by surprise. Now, in terms of how funny it was, I don't think that's really funny. I think that meme is kind of overdone, but the effort he went through, it that earns it a, a solid nine. That's a solid nine. I would give that, uh, honestly, I would give that more like a 7.5. You know, like the the uh, the music's funny. The lead up is kind of anticlimactic. It's just to me doing a uh, a Fortnite dance. Yeah, but I, I you know it's it it took some effort. It's yeah. quality meme. Yeah. I give it a quality. Um, and the next one was uh, a series of cursed images. Uh, this one was probably tied for first favorite. Uh, definitely, definitely for the main reason that it, it contains a cat con- hitting a jewel. So you know. A nest quick all over a, um, a keyboard. Uh, it's it's great. I love it. And then we got a guy who folded his thumb like all the way back. So you know, I um, and it was it was over some music and there was Lightning Queen involved and it was just very hectic. I loved it. I, yeah, there's a, a a fire extinguisher on fire. It's it's great. I'd give it a I give it a nine and a half out of ten. Yeah, I would I would I concur with you there because the uh, you know it just hits you with a series of. Uh, I'm watching this as we're uh, we're going over this, but it's just a series of uh, unexpected images. Like you know, there's just a hot dog sitting on a table. There's nothing cursed about it. It's just unexpected. Yeah, yeah. it's it's just it's just strange. It's just oddly strange. And there's a there's a guy with a finger that's too long for the trigger of a gun, so he can't even pull it correctly. I don't know. It's it's just it's just a series of quality memes. It's it's quality. I agree. And now the second one that is tied for first, 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 first place. Christ. Uh, we have, um, hold on. I know the song. I can't recall this. Mr. Blue Sky. That's the song. It is a series of images and videos set the blue sky, Mr. Blue Sky by the Electric Lights Orchestra. Um, and it's just a series of uh, of noises that can, that go along with it. But as it has the uh, boy kids suck EDP four four five filthy Frank. Uh, the dog. It's, it's uh, what's his name? I don't remember his name. Gabe the dog. Yeah. No, uh, not that one. The one that goes fuck. I forget his name. I remember to say his name. Oh, Remy. Yeah. Remy. Yeah. Remy. Remy say Remy speak fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of people have seen it. It's kind of. I believe it's in a lot of Vine compilations, so you know it's it's quality. I, I and it's definitely quality. There's there's no doubt about that. I get it's just I, you've you've seen it a lot. Yeah, I I give it a, a I'd give it a eight, mainly because of depreciation. It's kind of old. Yeah, it's kind of old, but you know it's it's an oldie but a goldie. So I'll give that a seven point five. That's good. That's good. Um, this episode's running a little short, so you know. If you don't mind, I'd just like to pick your brain about a couple things. Okay. Is that is that all right with you? Yeah. All right. So, um, you know, what do you? What's your opinion on 
like exploring deep space, like even going as far as the Odyssey satellite uh, leaving our uh, universe. Oh, my my opinion on uh, traveling to deep space. I I'm actually for it. Uh, I believe that, um, like you know, the deeper that we explore, we could actually find another, uh, like another planet, another galaxy, another planet in that galaxy that we can find that can sustain life. And uh, you know, it's if if we do gain enough technology and something strong enough that won't freeze way out in deep space, because you know, as you get to Neptune, Pluto. It gets very, um, very sub temperature, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, I'm, I'm for it because I believe if we keep searching and searching, we can find another place that can sustain life for us, and and yeah, yeah, I I, I get what you're going with this, but um, let me just uh, start off by saying you know, uh, back in 1963, uh, Carl Sagan. Uh, said that there was two main two the only two factors for uh a life sustaining planet was uh that there needs to be a star and it needs to be a certain distance from that star depending on its size but you know and that like everybody got like really excited because times uh, magazine ran up uh, article about it and it was on the front page and everybody got really excited because they believed that there was you know the possibility for maybe I don't want to uh, I don't want to overestimate here but millions of uh, possible planets out there that sustain life but you know as time right, went right. on uh, you know there, and people started realizing that there was more and more things that needed to go into uh, sustaining life, they the possibility, the amount of planets that could sustain life slowly depleted down to the thousands. But you know, the way I feel about that is that we don't know what other beings are capable of. We only know what Earth live, Earth dwelling beings are capable of. We don't know if there's mm-hmm. a uh, yeah. We don't know if there's I don't know like a seven foot tall, 200 pound alien out there that can like, that doesn't even need to eat. And he just sort of looks at the, just he, just, he just looks at the ground. And he's like, all right, I'm full. So, you know, <laughs> I just, the way I feel about it yeah. is, you know, there's really no way we can estimate how many life sustaining planets there are out there when we don't know what other life forms could be capable of. For all I know, mm-hmm. there could be invisible there could be somebody invisible right in front of me, and I wouldn't know because you know I can't see him. And that, right? Yeah, I I just cannot see. Yeah, and then there could be somebody on Mars invisible, and we can't see them, and you know we'll we'll just never know. They can they could see us, but we can't see yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and I guess another thing we should talk about. Uh, I know I talked about in one episode the human psych. Um, uh, what's your opinion on like? Uh, sociopathy. Like, what do you think about that? Like, like the idea of of socio sociopathology or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Like, what do you like? How do people? Because I know there's a lot of cases where it goes undiagnosed in people for so long. How do you think that's possible? Well, 
uh, how it might go undiagnosed is that, like, you know, maybe they may not, like, you know, initially find help. And also, like, you know, it has to do somewhat with genetics, actually. They find that uh, almost 90, uh, like, almost 90% of people who are sociopaths and do stuff like that have a special genetic outlook. It's, uh, I believe it's XYY. It, it's called, actually, the criminal chromosome. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it, it tends to make people more aggressive. Like, you know, when they, like, you know, if they, if they feel to do something, it tends to make them more aggressive mm-hmm. towards a certain thing. So it, made, it which gave it the moniker of the, the criminal, mm-hmm. the criminal genotype. And, you know, that's, it, that, that's what I think could lead to stuff like that. Like, you know, sociopaths and may lead them to not actually get diagnosed, you know. It could just, you know, it, it can just, it can just cloud their mind and stuff mm. like that. Um, I guess another thing related to the human psych. Um, now this is a very um, controversial and, uh, albeit unproven, illness. Uh, dissociative personality disorder. Now I don't know if you've heard of this, but it was featured in Split, uh, in. When was split released? Uh, Twenty sixteen, um, which is basically uh, somebody has multiple personalities, and you know there's uh, there's a lot of evidence stating that you know there's a lot of evidence for it, and then there's evidence against it. You know, you mm-hmm. have people, um, you have people have gotten body chemical tests. You know, there's been changes in body chemistry over a, sh- a very short period of time. And frankly, it's it would be impossible unless, you know, the test subject was t- uh, tainted with. And, you know, I don't mm-hmm. like that's I, th- I don't think somebody would breach protocol like that right. to prove that. So what's your do you think it's a real thing? Do you think? Uh, or do you think it's not real? And uh, you know, like, do you find it interesting as a topic, or what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I I find that kind of interesting. I haven't heard of that before, mm-hmm. but I I find that kind of interesting because you know, if if people have like a, a disorder like that, you know, it like you know it it like you know they have a special you know disorder or something like that with multi personality. Mm-hmm. I, fi- I find that kind of strange how, like, you know, that a brain would be, like, you know, a brain in the uh, human psyche would be able to uh, be able to process something like that. Like, you know, have it give them multi-personality disorder and stuff like that. I, f- I find that act- uh, actually kind of interesting because, uh, you know, it's it's just like, you know, something that, like, you know, it's, it's something that the... Uh, uh, genotypes like you know and stuff like that that genes can give you and like you know it, it can affect you for the rest of your life and mm. you know it's it's really interesting to uh to even think that like you know that that you know we can study something like that and know that something's happening to someone like you know and getting that they have multi-personality disorder but yeah it, it, at the end uh my what my thoughts on that is uh it's 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 really interesting that uh 
that someone can have a multi-personality disorder. And actually, quite frankly, I'm going to, I'm actually research that more after this podcast. You know, it's got me really interested. Yeah. Um, I don't really know why. I just find all, a lot of the, a lot of psychological illnesses. I find them very fascinating. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just want, you to, know, it, I it, to makes, it makes you want to gain more, um, more knowledge on it. Yeah, you Cause know? you know, if you, if you really take the time to learn about it, it's just, you know, it's mind blowing about what the actual human brain can do. You know, and we, and uh, a lot of people know this, uh, humans only use as a certain portion of their brain. I don't know the exact percentage. So, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, I, I think that a lot of times psychological disorders can sort of, it, it may be able to lead the way into unlocking that unused part of the brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, I guess lastly, uh, We'll talk about one of my favorite topics. Um, there has right. been a a slew of uh, legalizations of marijuana in the U.S. Most recently in New Jersey, Massachusetts, and Canada. Uh, okay. It was fully legalized in Massachusetts, I think, about a week ago. It, and I believe on the first day of sales, they grossed $2.6 million, And that was just on the first day. There was lines, you know, miles long. So, and then in New Jersey, it, it became legal to. I th- I I'm not sure if it went through yet, but it's either legal or it's going to pass that. It's legal for somebody 21 and over to possess, uh, and I think either, I think it's a gram. Without any repercussions, so like, I know that, you know, you're. I don't really know how you stand on this topic. So what do you, what do you think about the direction that this and many other countries are going? Uh, There's definitely positives and negatives, obviously Mm -hmm. to, um, to legalizing marijuana and pot and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But honestly, I think the pros outweigh the cons actually in this situation. Like, you know, I'm pro uh, like, you know, if you want to do it, do it, just, Mm -hmm. you know, just do it. So you don't just, just, just do it so you won't get in trouble, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know, do it when like do it when you know. Like you can't if get you do in it, don't be a dick about it. But if you don't do it, don't like. Oh my god, you know how bad that is for you. Yeah, just like like you know, I hate it when pe- like you know. On the side note, I hate it when people like totally denounce marijuana, yeah. and how it's being used in medical stuff. Like you know, if it's being if it's clinically proven that marijuana can help help heal the human body i'm pro for it you know yeah you got to be open to stuff like that but anyway back to the uh i i think it's a good thing because also on a uh financial note you can tax it you know you can you can add a tax to it and i believe the tax is 11 cents right now 11 when it becomes fully legal in nj the tax will be 11 cents that's you see you, you now you can get revenue off that and you can like you know, as a government, you can Operation get more money pothole. to. <laughs> Operation pothole, yeah. Credit to but, Bill Murray on that one. I didn't make that joke up. I know. Yeah, I've heard of that one. And uh, 
So I, I I find it I find it that you know it can actually help like you know that eleven cents like you know it seems mm. small, but when you get enough people like you know, in Massachusetts it grossed over two point six million dollars or however many and eleven it was. cents on I don't know what the tax is in Massachusetts but just say that was New Jersey, uh, eleven cents on two point six million dollars that's a lot of it's, that's it's it's a lot of revenue yeah it's and it can actually help our our infrastructure you know it can like you know it can help like you know redo roads repave like you know how it can just help with generally economic help boost our schools in new mm-hmm. jersey like you know it can it can genuinely give us some some pros that now obviously there could be some people there will obviously be some people that will abuse it because you know they can, they they can you know they have it they can abuse it like, what do you, you know, mean like abuse by well, I mean, like, you know, the the rule is uh, you can have it just, like, you know, just have a gram. Some mm. people might say t- take that and be like, oh, I can only I can only have a gram. Let's see what I can get away with. Like, you know, they might get more and more and more, and then eventually they'll get in trouble well, by, with the police. But The rule the, with that is it's what you're in possession of, like, currently. Like, like, if you're driving down the street and you have, like, a pot of pound in your car, then, you know, that's, that's a big, obviously that's, illegal. That's an issue. But, like... You know, if you, if you have like, if you're just driving down, well, driving is a bad example. Uh, like if you're just walking down the street and you know, a cop stops and like checks you and he finds like a pod, with like, you know, like half full. He's not. He can't really do anything. And even even pre legalization, well, uh, there was a lot of yeah. times where, like, a cop would find you with like a joint or a blunt, and you know, he just they just take it from you and just let you off with a warning. Well, and and in some cases, I've heard that, um, like you know, they might let you off with a small citation or like nothing, nothing. Yeah, too it, major. it varies from state to state. Like, like if you go to like Cal, if pre even like during like the nineteen sixties in California, you know, there was like they didn't really care. They had bigger issues, and but like nowadays, even in a lot of times, it's in southern states such as. Texas, Alabama, Oklahoma, you get caught with it, it's it's a big issue, no matter how small the amount. Right, right. And, you know, I just feel like, like, it has a lot to do with the generational gap. Like, you had, you had uh, boomers and, uh, what was it? Uh, I think it was Generation X, and then you had millennials. You know, there was, there was the boomers that had Reagan the war on drugs and then you had uh generation x which was um which was sort of more relaxed and more people started trying it again after that big spike in the 60s and then you had uh millennials which was sort of where it started really taking off and now you have generation c where it's sort of like you know it's it's pretty much on track to become legal by in the u.s by 2023 and you know i feel like there's like a big, there's a big hypocrisy right now. You know, there's people in the government that are saying like, oh, you know, it's bad for you, but you know, I haven't seen any deaths from marijuana overdose. I haven't seen anybody die from marijuana poisoning. While you have, you know, you have people, you know, dying every day from liver cancer, from alcohol abuse, and you have people getting cancer from smoking. Yeah, but no, but everybody like really overlooks that, and they only like I know like you know for example, Matt, you'll get this. Mm-hmm. 
like you know people like you know people in sentiments in high school overlook alcohol and and smoking but they'll immediately jump to weed like weed is this essential thing when more deaths come to alcoholism and drunk driving and stuff like that like alcohol is genuinely like you know on a perspective is like generally more you know yeah, more yeah. it causes more deaths and stuff like that it's more problematic but yeah. we all focus on like this aspect that weed is horrible weed is bad and, and we need to stay away from it uh, but it's not true and that uh that i think you got a little inspiration from mr miller on that one so you know, <laughs> Mr. Miller. Quote that... Mr. Miller, the legendary Spanish teacher and study hall teacher. You're a G. You're a man, I love you. But, um, you know, I, I see – I had something I was going to say, but, um, you know, I see where you were going with that. You know, people always – one of the biggest arguments against weed is that, you know, people say it's a gateway drug and it's, like, highly addictive. But, you know, I'm saying, bitch, where? You know, there's nothing – there's nothing in there's nothing chemically in weed that's like oh you're gonna get you're gonna move on to heroin or lsd or whatever you know it it's really just it's choice you can't blame you can't blame the plant for something that somebody chooses to do and then you know it's not and again it's not possible to get chemically addicted to weed unless you get something that unless you get weed that's laced with another thing like I don't know, like PCP, Angel Dust, or whatever. Um, yeah. But, like, you know, I think to, like, a certain extent, like, um, you know, I think it's, nowadays, you can't really say weed is bad. It's It should be how to responsibly do it, because, you know, that's, sort of what happened with alcohol during prohibition when it was illegal people were doing it illegally and they were doing it a lot so you know i feel like that's what caused a lot of problems mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely um no but i think it i think it just has to do with uh baby boomers and yeah i think like generation I said, x like generation you know with that how they yeah it's it's just it's just a whole different perspective, like, you know, with the baby boomers and Generation Z, us, you know, it's, it's just two different perspectives because they, 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 they grew up on the fact that it was hard, bad. Yeah, it was horrible to do. It's a gateway drug. Like you said, don't do it. But I think, you know, our generation is like, give it a chance. You know, it can actually help us in the medical field. It can, and, and in some cases it can make financial mm-hmm. it can it can be it can be beneficial on taxes and stuff mm-hmm. like that and give us better schooling and, and roads for example but i think i think it's just at the end of the day you need to just give it a chance you know mm-hmm. that and uh now like what's your position on like like i know you've done it before but are, like are you going to be like a repeat user or are you just like a one and done type person uh, I think I think one and done's fine. I think I think one and done, like you know, once. I yeah, I, one, I, try once. I respect yeah, that. As long good. as you give it a try, like I don't, I don't like people who just haven't even tried it and just like, nope, I hate it. Now you give it a try, you don't like it, you're against it. I respect that. You know, I respect your right to have an opinion on it. Uh, 
I mean, it's it's just something like you know I I can't hate on it unless I try it. Yeah. And then, you know. But you know, now here's something that's going to be a little bit more controversial. Uh, you have countries like Netherlands that have uh, truffle shops where you know it's it's legal to possess uh, truffles, which is basically magic mushrooms. What's your what's your opinion on more, I I don't want to say hard. Let me, let me uh, psychedelic drugs such as LSD. No, no, you get to psychedelic drugs. Yeah, that's that. You have to be in a deep place to take something like that. I'm, I'm personally like you know weed. You know that's yeah. that's that's like in bounds. Like when you get to when you get to LSD and stuff like that, it's just like you know it's it's just not. It, it's it, it shouldn't honestly be out there like you know in circulation being sold but like you know hallucinogenics can get you in a lot of trouble you know mm. it can it, it you know it can make you see things and make you do bad things like you know without you even having a mm. like you know a clue of what you're doing so that's where I, that's honest in my opinion that's where I draw the line like where you should what you should do and what you shouldn't do uh for me Personally, I think it's more, again, it's like dealer's choice, you know, whatever you want. Like, I don't really care. But, like, for me, like, personally, at one point, I do want to try LSD at one point. Okay, and that's, brother, that's perfectly fine. Like, you know, you do what you want to yeah. do, but that's just not something I want yeah, like, to do. Yeah, I, I, like, I understand having a grudge against something as hard as that because I do know that in when used irresponsibly, it can cause problems. But, like, I think if you do it responsibly, you, know, you, you do it in proper dosage, you test to make sure to make sure you know how strong it is and you have somebody who's not under the influence there to, you know, sort of babysit you while you're going through this. You know, you got to sort of... I, I respect, like, I think it's... I think it's... A, not it, not necessarily a good thing, but I think it can be a good experience. But like, you know, you have to be careful because sometimes you can get like bad trips, especially if you do things like mushrooms, which are highly psychoactive and can cause serious, scary hallucinations. But like, you know, I think like dropping half a tab of LSD isn't gonna like be the worst thing in the world for anybody, unless you have like severe, severe anxiety and paranoia. At that point, it's just like you know, don't. Yeah. It'll just, it'll, 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 just, it'll fuck you up. Yeah, it'll, it'll fuck you up pretty bad. Yeah, and uh, I've seen a lot recently that there's been studies by countries at such as Canada and other European countries saying that you know uh, they want to try medical LSD for to treat certain illnesses. I don't recall which, which you know I think if you want to, like I think. That would probably be a next build up to full legalization, and I don't personally. I think it should just be sort of a, in the closet thing, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Like again, same thing as weed. I don't think you should be out there like sitting in the middle of the park smoking a joint. Right? Like if you want to do it at home, by all means, do it at home. But yeah, like do it in in like public private. Don't just do it. Do it in like privacy. Don't don't yeah. do it in public. Yeah, like. As, as everybody 
who, who's ever been to any city and even a lot of times in the countryside, you know, it smells. You, you can smell from a mile away in here. You're interested you're like, oh, I know what that is. So, Right, you know, right. You know, like, but if you do like, if you do like uh, oil where it doesn't put off a strong scent, uh, it's okay to do it in public. Just don't be like a dick about it, you know, ghost it or something or like... They just don't don't blow just it keep in it away from face. kids, you know. Yeah. They just yeah, and don't do it in like yeah. somebody's face. Don't be obnoxious about yeah. it. So um, you know, there's no need for that. Yeah. And I guess uh, going back to the LSD thing, um, you know, I think anything that could have positive medical uh, benefits should be like allowed to be tested because the big problem for testing things such as marijuana lsd and other things is they can't get a hold of it and it costs so much that they can't really test it so it sort of delays that so Mm -hmm. and you know i guess on a closing note you know i feel like as you in terms of uh drugs you should wait till you're 18 i know that's a big hypocritical statement from me but you know like if you're 18 or like you're responsible enough i think you should be able to decide what what to and what not to put in your body like if you're but like i think i think you should have to you know just really think about it before you do it. yeah you know like think about be it responsible decision. About if you wanted if you want to do it do it but know that you you made that decision yeah. you know like i said you know they don't teach not to do it you know uh, but that's sort of a parent's decision you can teach them not to do it but you know like for me my kids i'm going to be like you know you know wait till you're 18 at least once you're 18 mm-hmm. I, I don't give a damn do whatever the hell you want yeah but like you know all i say all i say right now is that instead of teaching to not do it, teach responsible usage. And, you know, like, with a lot of, like, even with, uh, there's a lot of similarities between today's campaigns against it and the D.A.R.E. campaigns of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. And, you know, I just don't think that message will reach anybody from the young generation anymore. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's all based on opinion, you know. Yeah. If you want to follow, like, you know, if you want to follow what they're doing, then follow it. But if you want to mm-hmm. take your own path and do it, then do it, yeah. you know. It it doesn't really matter, like, you know. If yeah, you, you want to try it once and then do it or you want to keep doing it, it's fine. Just, yeah. like, doing it, just do it in your own, do in your own comfort. You know, and, you know, if, like, if you do think, like, you have a problem, I do think it's, I do think you should get the help that you need. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and if, and that's for really anything. Like, if you're addicted to anything, you know, just, you know, get the help you need. There's people out there. There's there's helplines. There's therapists. There's school counselors. You know, human resources at work. There, there's, right, right. There's all types of things. You know, yeah. Just get the help you need. You know, I don't. I hate to see anybody suffer because, you know, they're addicted to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Like, you know, if you have a, if you have something wrong with you, you definitely need help. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's just some of my closing thoughts. Mm-hmm. 
All right, well, is there anything else you want to talk about before we close out the episode? No, I, th- I think uh, I think, we covered, I think, I think we covered it enough, yeah. All right, well, um, this has been the Sad Boys Podcast. Uh, say goodbye, Daniel. All right, we'll see you later. Hopefully I can uh, hop back on another episode. Mm-hmm. Definitely want to hop back on. I definitely want to make it something I want to do, you know, yeah, like what's yeah. going on here. And um, I guess that's goodbye for me. This has been the Sad Boys Podcast. Share it with everybody you know. Mom, dad, sister, brother. Don't share it with mom because she probably doesn't like what I talk about. This has been the Sad Boys Podcast. I'm Matthew. That's Dan. I'll see you later. See you there, guys.